Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Hello, everybody. We're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you for this privilege you, today Lord. of preaching and teaching your word, and we praise you for it. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. And we're just so appreciative to you. And we look to the greater one that dwells within us for the, for the revelation from heaven. We open our hearts and open Thank our you, minds Lord. to receive words from the most high place that exists, the throne of grace. And we praise you for it. Praise I you just Lord. get thrilled thinking Hallelujah. about it. We praise, praise you, you and thank, thank you. To, to God be the glory and to the matchless, magnificent name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Gloria. Yes, sir. Here we are in the month of May. In fact, today is the 19th day of May because they're going to be seeing this later. In the state of Texas, and it's about 60 degrees outside. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it could be 100 plus down here, you know. We've it seen could. it in May. When it... Which would I choose? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have that 100 degrees. Praise God. Save this up because August is okay, coming, you know. Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. And today, um, yesterday and today. In fact, all this week we are honoring and uh, the Oyedipo family, David and Faith, uh, Bishop and uh, Faith Oyedipo in uh, Canaan land, Nigeria, praise God, which did not exist not all that long no, ago. That's right. It became a city. The Lord led Bishop Oyedipo, they, they just kept outgrowing churches. And finally, they're, they're looking for a bigger place. And they went out in the bush. I'm telling you, in the jungle. Nothing out there but, you know, bad animals. <laughs> and so they, but they, they started out with 500 acres. And now, over 10,000 acres God. later, Amen. That's a victory All example. All preaching the word of faith. Yeah. Amen. And just a couple of Sundays ago, uh, I preached the first two services, which started at 6.30 in the morning. And the place is packed out. When it's totally, completely packed, it's 54,000 people. And in the first two services, it was totally packed. And the overflow had 37,000 in know. there. And it was a thrill. Whew. It's a thrill, isn't it, for so sure? So many people in every direction. Amen. <laughs> and now it's become a city. And so it's, it, the word works. That's right. Anywhere it's put to work. Amen. And you look at this, that, that's a cash deal. Oh, yeah. The, but the first time we were there in 2008, he said, Brother Copeland, now this first phase was 250 million U.S. dollars. We, no debt, no American money. We believe God. And they never, ever, he never, ever makes any kind of an appeal or, or pressure to give. He just, 
He just teaches the laws of prosperity. Yeah, Praise God. And the people put it to work. And they put it to work. And that, that's what's happened. The, it's created what some call the new Nigerian middle class. These people are prospering. Amen. They're doing wonderfully well. Well, he said the next phase is 250 million. And he said, we've already got that in the bank. Well, now that was, that is 2008. And there's been many more things happened since then because in 2008, they only had 2,000 acres. Now they got 10. He's got 16,000 people on staff. In the jungle. In the jungle. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh, to God be the glory. And we just wanted to let everybody know how appreciative we are. It's inspiring. Of, of David and Faith Oyedipo yes, and that amen. whole marvelous family. Praise God. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, it. Lord. Let's go to the Word of God again today. And the, uh, oh, and we want to bless the United States. She's 240 years old yesterday. Praise Isn't God. Isn't that wonderful? It Glory is. to God. Got a lot of problems, but all of these problems, all of this terrible stuff you're seeing, I want you to know it's birth pangs to the rebirth of this nation. Praise God. I mean it. It's birth Amen. pains to the rebirth of this nation. You heard me say it twice. I agree. Because I heard the Lord say it and I believe it. I believe it. Romans 14, 23. He that doubteth is damned if he eat because he eats not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith mm. is sin. Now, if it's not of faith, then the Amplified says, if it does not originate from faith, it is sin. In fact, if it does not originate and proceed from faith, I'm talking about in your heart. If your thinking is not in line with the Word, if it does not originate and proceed, you know, the Amplified uses that word proceed. That, that's one of the primary words in, in that, to translate that word uh, in the, in the, it in the Greek language. It doesn't come out of faith. If it doesn't proceed, if it doesn't come out of there, it doesn't originate in faith, then where did it originate? Fear. It had to. Well, I just don't see how come it'd be a frustration for me to doubt. Well, then you can see it right there. Just change your mind. The scripture just said that, whether you can see it or not. Change your mind right now because whatever the word right. says is right. So now, whatever does not originate and proceed from faith is sin. Now, let me help you with what you just said. I don't see how. Now, we know, let, just, just pick any, anything that you know, just everybody knows is a sin. Let's, let's take stealing. We know that's a sin. Why is it a sin? Well, God, caused, God said not do it. Well, I, basically that's true, but why did he say not do it? Because when you do it, you connect yourself to the devil because he came only 
to steal, to yeah, kill, right. and destroy. Mm -hmm. So if you're connected to him, you God does not want you and me or anybody else connected to that thief and killer. Most particularly his own household of faith. That's right. You can't connect to the devil without connecting to the curse. Now that's the one good reason not to connect to the devil. Because you've got to connect to the curse if you're not connected to God. That's right. I mean, this is a, it, the scripture says, these are the curses that come on you if you don't do what God says. Well, and just think now, what you just said. Um, put yourself in God's place. He laid all sin on Jesus. Jesus went to hell with it and suffered there. Now think about, what I'm talking about looking at this thing from, from God's standpoint. Mm -hmm. God laid it upon him and Jesus received it. And he bore our sins in his own body on the tree redeeming us from yes. the curse, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. He was made a curse for us, redeeming us from the curse of the law, which Gloria just mentioned. Now, now God did all this so that you never have to be connected to Satan right. ever again. Amen. But then... Fear connects you to the devil. No yeah. wonder. Yeah. See, it, it falls in that same category. Because that's unbelievable. Sin connects you to the devil. Mm -hmm. Well, what is so bad about doubting? It is unbelief, and the scripture says unbelief is wicked. The, the ten spies brought back a, an unbelieving Unbelief, yeah. report. They did not believe what God said. And it's called an evil report. And then in talking about the evil heart in the book of Hebrews, particularly in the third and the fourth chapters, and then as you go uh, five, six, seven, and eight, it, it becomes increasingly apparent why he's talking about this, because he entered into a blood covenant in the blood of Jesus, praise God and perfected love, casteth out fear. That's right. So for us to choose to worry and choose to doubt rather than do something about it, it falls in the same category because it just simply connects you to the devil. It so, opens you up to the curse of the law. It opens you up to that you curse. You don't believe God's word and you, you don't have faith in what he says. You and know, Gloria, that, now, this is another thing. We talked about this a little bit yesterday and I, because we're going to need this information because we're going to find out how to get this, get this, this worry sin absolutely, yes. completely, totally defeated in to our lives. Um, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go over to the Gospel of Luke, the eighth chapter. Now, you remember in the eighth chapter of Luke, let's begin reading with the uh, 41st verse. 
And behold, there came a man named Jairus. He was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about 12 years of age. She lay a-dying. As he went, the people thronged him. Now they're, <clears throat> excuse me, they're moving toward Jairus' house. Jairus made one statement of faith and throughout this whole thing, he never opened his mouth again, which is just huge. Yes, that's right. Now, and I want us, we're, we're going to center on that. And then a woman having a, an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him, touched the border of his garment. Now when, I want you to get a hold of this now. When she touched the border of that garment, they're talking about his prayer shawl that was visible. He's a rabbi. It was visible outside that, the garment he was wearing. And she knew that. And that represents, that's where the priest's anointing is and represents what it represented. She said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, the border of his garment, immediately her issue of blood stanched or stopped, dried up. Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, mm -hmm. Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou would touch me? Jesus said, Somebody touch me, for I perceive that virtue or dynamis, miracle power, anointing, is gone out of me. When the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. Now notice what he said here. Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has mm -hmm. made you whole. Praise God. Go in peace. While he yet spake. Now there's two things I want you to get hold of. Put yourself in Jairus's position. His little daughter lay at home dying. If you read all the accounts of this, he fell down at Jesus' feet. Now, in the Gospel of Luke, it said he besought him. But we know from the other Gospel accounts of this same thing that he said, my little daughter is dying. Life at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her and she will live. That's right. That's a faith statement. You believe it in your heart and you say it with your mouth. Now he's got this on his mind. And Jesus just immediately followed him home. While he's one, people everywhere. They are jammed in there so close. That I, I, want you, I want you to get the, the sense of this. I mean, they're jammed in there so people are reaching over, trying to get a hold of him some way. And, 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 and they're, but they're still moving. Even this throng, they're still moving towards Jairus' house. Suddenly, this woman puts a faith demand. She believed it in her heart and said it with yes, that's her right. mouth. And she touched that garment and in, she, she, 
She didn't intend for anybody to know about this. What she had in her mind was to crawl out there and touch that garment and sneak back out without anybody seeing her because it was uh, against Levitical law for her to be out there in the first place without the issue of blood. And she said in fear and trembling when Jesus asked her, she said it in fear and trembling. She, She didn't intend to be noticed. That's right. So she's moving out there. She touched the hem of the garment. The anointing flowed out of Jesus into her. She's healed. But Jesus stops and has her testify. Now we don't, we don't know how long she took, but here's the, here's the leader of the synagogue. Jesus is following this man home. And don't you know he knows her? Of course he knows her. He knows who she is. I mean, she'd been this way for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, years. She'd been in this condition. She had been at one time a woman of means, and now she's completely uh, devastated financially with this, this plague disease, mm-hmm. which is a reoccurring thing for, for, over, for, what, 12 years. What do you think's going through his mind? Did we have to stop? Don't he remember I said she's laying home dying? And uh, but he didn't say anything. How long do you think she's going to talk? I'm telling you, that woman, I, I, I mean, you know, she, she's, I don't know. I mean, she, that, that woman talk all day long. And she started in. And she told them how many physicians she'd been to. And she told them how long she'd been this way. That's, well, that's the reason we know it in the scripture, because yeah, she told that's it. Right. She stood there and gave her whole testimony about all this. Do you imagine Satan was not taking this opportunity to picket Jairus and get him to break this connection that he's got with Jesus? Of course he is. Why don't this woman come? Why didn't he tell her to be quiet or hurry up or something? But that now, woman had his attention. Oh, she did. Her, she made a faith demand. Though. Yes, she did. He knew now it. notice, Jesus said, daughter, well now that's bound to have rung a bell with Jairus. He knows that's not Jesus' daughter. What's he talking about? She is a child of the seed of Abraham. That's right. Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Amen. Remember, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Jairus hearing these things, her testimony is, is encouraging his faith and the words of Jesus are strengthening yeah, his faith. Yeah, that's right. And I, I made a note in my Bible. She was, it was immediate. Everything was fixed like that. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, yeah, including the, that's good, Gloria, including the financial part. Everything. Oh, yeah, because, see, he said she's made whole. Yeah, that's right. And she's not whole unless she's had her finances replaced. Now, oh, here we are at the moment of truth. While Jesus yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, your daughter is dead, trouble not the master. Now remember, they're just jammed in here and Jesus heard what that person said to him. 
when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not. That's right. A better translation is stop the fear. Fear not, believe only, and Amen. she shall be made whole. Now this is, this is vital information. Jesus is dealing with death. And the first thing he dealt with was fear. Can you see it? And you could say that if they had, if he had fear, it was not going to happen. It was not going to happen because fear, That's listen, right. where does fear come from? Death. Of faith. Fear comes from death. It's the fear of death. You're not afraid of flying. You're afraid of dying. Mm -hmm. and, but we've been delivered from the Thank fear of Lord. death. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 states directly that Jesus rendered Satan who had the power of death, rendered him totally helpless and delivered all of us who through fear of death were subject to bondage. Now, in these last few seconds, I want to point this out. It's obvious, Gloria, that Jairus did what he said because the girl was raised up. That's right. Now, how can you stop fear in a moment like that? This is important. Like I used to tell the kids, you got your antenna up, amen, get your catchers out. The power to stop the fear was in the words of Jesus. You remember when Peter said, if it be you, Lord, bid me come. And he stepped out of the boat. Jesus said, come. And he stepped out on the word come. He never did touch that water until he started sinking. He was the, the power of God in the word come was, was what was carrying him across that water. It's the power of God in the word come that destroyed fear in Jairus. And he just kept his mouth shut, stayed on his faith and went home home with Jesus. Praise God. Isn't that good? Amen. If you got your heart full of the Word of God, Jesus will answer the words of fear. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.